want you to check inside and see what the response would be from your inner sage, your inner guru, your consciousness, and what would be the response from your mind. <laughs> Jack, could you read that for me? Yes. Enlightenment has already happened during a spiritual experience many years ago, and you're good. It will be embodied at your physical death, or before, if you do the work. I'm paraphrasing, but that's the general gist, I think. So your inner sage or your mind, I want to know what the two of them say. Barbara, what would your inner, your inner, what, what would this say? What's, what's, what would you say if this was said to you? I'm enlightened. I'm enlightened. The sage would say it. Would say, I'm enlightened. Yeah. So it's the I there. There is no I. Yeah. There is no I. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So it's done. She said there is no I. There is no I. Yes, Carolyn. Couldn't kill us. Yes. What is that? I couldn't care less. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> The mind would say, so how do I do this? Mm. Mm. So let's be a bit more honest now and go into what would be your gut, your first response if this was said to you. And let's see which would be the one that it would hit. If it hit inside or if it hits your mind. If it was said to you, be honest, what would you say? Bullshit? I'm not sure. Got a lot of work to do. <laughs> Get to work. Uh huh. Maybe Randy. Well, what does enlightenment mean? Yeah. Yeah. What else have we got? Thank you. Thank you? Hmm. Stephen? The sage says it doesn't matter what the mind says. Yeah. Let's go party. <laughs> Yes. Yes, but. <laughs> Can you be more specific? <laughs> okay. Can you be more specific? I'm making it shorter. Well, that's convenient. It's convenient. Uh, <laughs> Yes. What does enlightenment mean? Oh. Yeah. It's yes, dear. Would you mind defining sage? Oh, the wise, mature part of you. You know, guy. Because it's a spice too. <laughs> 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 
spice too. It is a nice one. Uh uh. It's your inner, it's a wise one. A, a sage is usually an older, wise, wise, wise person, spiritually wise. The sage is why you came here, Stephen. So your inner guide? What it, it, yeah. it, it's, it's what's deep inside you, your own inner guide, your own inner guru. So it's having an argument with your mind? No, I'm just wondering, if you heard that sentence, if that sentence was said to you, would it hit your mind or would it hit your inner wisdom? And what comment would come? And let's figure out where a sentence like this lands. Inner. Inner. Yeah. And what, what words would come from that? Heart. Okay, words. Heart. Heart. A response? Would words come? Would you believe it? With no words. Okay. Okay. Did you take this from what I told you? Yes. Yes, you obviously did. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I could be the last one and I'll tell you what, what my response was. It's, if, if you want, but, but we all saw what your response was, I think. Hmm? We all saw what your response was. No, no, maybe not. Uh -huh. my, my response was, that's wonderful. Yes. Yes. It was very positive. But I'll do the work. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what I remember. Uh-huh. Because I want to know now. Okay. Ginny? Load of crap. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anybody else want to contribute anything at all? Resigned. <clears throat> resigned? Like you'd be resigned or I resigned? What, in what context do you mean? Like kind of hopeless. Hopeless resignation. Ah. Because you'd be believing it? Or how come? Uh, join the dots for me. Uh, because it doesn't really make sense why I would be suffering if I was enlightened. Yeah. And so, but, but this, what was said was, it, it, it will be embodied. It wasn't, it wasn't embodied already. It's not kind of completely clicked in. It's there, but it's not in your cells. Mm. So that would kind of explain why the suffering continues. Still, it's, it's elusive because mm. mm. it's a if everything that's happening is in my mind, then how do I have an experience of enlightenment? Something that's outside of my mind. Okay. Yes. Yeah, the two worlds are kind of clashing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, is it really enlightenment? How can it already have happened if there's still suffering if it's right here? That, that's good. I mean, somehow that, I mean, this fits with my own thought system that if this isn't actually happening, like, of course, Miracle's thought system, but still, I, and then my mind gets a hold of it and I can't um, reconcile these two things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Are you done? Yeah. So, uh, what's coming to me the more I'm looking at that sentence is that it's in itself it's dualistic. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. It's it's coming from dualism uh -huh. and it is expressing dualism. Uh -huh. There's a past, there's a future, uh -huh. and that's not uh -huh. truth to me. Uh -huh. It's kind of yeah, it's like a carrot. It's a carrot. It's a carrot uh -huh. in front of a card. Uh -huh. 
If it came from Advaita, there'd be no blackboard. If it came from what? Advaita, there would be no blackboard. If it came from Advaita. If it came from non-duality, none of this would be there. You wouldn't have a blackboard. Yeah. But 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 the non-Jew and the Jew would both kind of appear and disappear and they're both there. We've got to leave space for both. Do you know? But I see I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see it's a it's a yes, Stephen. Is it also? Oh I'm sorry, Stephen at the back of the hand up there. I I think the confusion, at least that I'm seeing, is that the word enlightenment is it describing one's knowingness or one's awareness, whatever you want to call it, for the apparent individual versus the fact that we are that already. In this case, in this case, it wasn't. It was that like the, the falling away of the illusion as an event, seeing the truth, recognizing who you really are. But yeah, there is that other school of thought that says enlightenment has already happened because you always were what you always will be and stuff. But, right, but that's not described. The second one is not describing the one that you described. That's right. It's a different track. It's a different track. Yeah. Mukti? So <clears throat> the yes came before you finished the word happened. Um, uh -huh. But if I look at the whole thing, you know, the rest of uh -huh. the tale there, um, there's no happened or not happened because it's 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 there. Um, this is, these are these unclear words. Um, but enlightenment is for the mind, so it's a dualistic okay. event. Okay, it's okay. for the mind. Okay, okay, okay. The mind gives but, up. But you know, as I think you said. Uh, just now, something like when the, <clears throat> the illusion is seen, yeah, it can never be fully unseen. Yes, mm. you know, I mean, yes. there are uh, yes times of distraction, but yeah, turn turn the other direction, it, it doesn't. It's it's ongoing, and yes, it was ongoing before, but yes. it wasn't. But once it the yes. once the recognition happens, yeah, it never. There's no, shuts down. There, there's yeah, yeah. no, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a crack. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. Okay. I want to get Brent. Your, your, Brent is your. Uh, yeah, I was going to say what is the work, but I see that you wrote that down. How do I do this? Yeah. Hello. And as I look at that, I can feel this churning inside, and it feels like it's igniting every pattern that <laughs> I've ever had. <laughs> whole idea of going for something, the whole fear yeah. of losing something, the whole idea if I do this, I'll get that. Yes, um, yes. That enlightenment is better than not having enlightenment. Yes. Oh, that just yes. starts igniting. And yes. I want to erase it. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yes. I feel like I have to say something because this is a paraphrase. Yes, it's and, paraphrasing and, something. And the word enlightenment is really spinning everybody off. Sure. That word was not used. Attainment was used. Yes, it was. Yes. You have been given everything. Yes. There has been attainment. There yes. is attainment. Yes. In order to realize that attainment yes. while still in the body. Yes. You can do work. Yes. Otherwise that realization will come when you leave the body. Yes. So 
Yeah, I didn't put in quotes. It's, yeah. That, the word enlightenment, I think, is... That's okay. That's okay. It's, it's kind of for everybody, too. Okay. Yeah, I want to see what of a turn up. I see. I see. Tell me more about I see. I... That's kind of in between. I see. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. okay. <laughs> On the sage side, it's, yeah. it's done. Right. On the mind side, it's I'm done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Already done or done because of what you said this? On the sage side. Like, would would the sage feel that it was always done, or there's only an, and that this has confirmed it, or that this it wasn't done before that, before this no, sentence? That has confirmed what is already. All right. Okay. Okay. And on the other side, it's I'm done because that's all who wants things to be. Yes. Okay. Okay. Carolyn. It's, it's uh, on the mind side, it could be uh, compassion. Uh, because there is a famous teacher that um, would say to select disciples, he's dead now, this teacher, but only three more lifetimes mm -hmm. and then you get it. Yes. And of course, you know, really? Yes. <laughs> but for the mind, I think that was very compassionate. Yes. So it could be compassionate. Yes. Gives a bit of hope. Yeah. 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 Yes, Brian. What is it called then if you are present to the moment and feel nothing but love and joy? Yes. I mean, that's kind of how I think of enlightenment. Yes. Just being fully present. Okay. But knowing who you are. Mm -hmm. And can other things pass through? And they don't shake right. anything. Yeah. And you don't attach. There's no stickiness to anything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's <clears throat> the freedom. Yeah. So I wanted to put this up to get a general feeling. <clears throat> For a few reasons. <clears throat> One is that something like this was said to Veda. And the purpose of something like this, really, the core purpose, I hope, I've got to say I hope, that core purpose of telling somebody like this is to stir up their desires. Because if, if this ignites something, a hope, sure, if it ignites, yes, I want that, then it has landed on the mind. The wise inner guru part of you couldn't give a crap. It's like, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's not, it's not. So if the, I'm a bit concerned about the enthusiasm that has been born out of that sentence. And if decisions are being made on that kind of enthusiasm, it's riddled with desire. It's very clever, if this is what he was doing, it's very clever and very wise, a very wise way for him to root up and make you see your desires. The greatest thing that can teach you is to show you where desires are hidden. 
And if enlightenment happens, it's in your destiny. There's nothing you can do about it. Start looking at desires. Because the mind is going, generally, is going to hear it from a desire base. I get, I don't get, what do I have to do, I want. It's all about me, 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 make it better for me. And the wise part of you is like, well, what will be, will be. You know, these are just words about, about what? About the dualistic part of me is going to gain something. I've seen through that. The wise part of you will have seen through that. Will know that any brownie points, any bliss, any freedom that comes from enlightenment is not going to be the way the mind imagines it. It can't be the way the mind imagines it because the mind gets juice out of things and it feels great. But that's the personal eye gaining, getting fatter on something. The personal eye disappears. So there's nothing there to actually enjoy it and get fat on it. It's death. It's just death. But the truth is seen. But the mind can only imagine that that must be better because it always wants to think something is better than, than, than here. There is better than here. There is better than here. There is better than here. That's, that's the loop of the mind. So if your mechanism of there is better than here read something like this, then you're operating from... Your mind is the thing that's hearing it. Your desire-based mechanism is the thing that hears it. Whereas if you can tune into the part of you that's actually desireless, it's like, all right, if it happens, it happens, that's fine. But I'm only going to take action that feels absolutely right in my core because it comes from there. Whereas if the mind hears it and you make actions coming from the mind, you're getting further and further into satisfying desires and you're getting further and further away from dissolving the potency of the mind. It's very clever. It's very clever. A sentence like this. It's so very potent, but you've got to be able to use it properly. The whole phrase passes through. Nothing sticks. Okay. Nothing sticks. Nothing. Not even the ultimate get out. Nothing sticks. Otherwise, there's desire remaining. <clears throat> it seems that when the sage speaks, everything lines up. It just, everything lines up in your life. There's a harmony in the direction that it's taking you. And it, it seems to me that way. And if it looks like things are getting rocked hard around me, there's still something inside that knows it's what has to be. It's because there's a peace in it. Yes. Yes, there's, there's a peace no, in that knowing. There's no disturbance. That's right. There's no disturbance from whatever comes to the sage, from the sage part of you. Yes, very nicely put. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's no disturbance. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and the knock-on effect for those around, actually, you will know that it's actually going to be for their good too. Your mind might be able to work it out, but you know it's for the good of all. You know. Because there's a, it almost feels like there's a karmic nugget, to use that old word, yeah. to not follow the harmony. To not what? Yeah. To not follow the harmony. I call it harmony because that's how it talks in your life. Okay. What harmony? To follow. <clears throat> to follow that inner guide. Okay. It's like it talks with harmony. Everything about it feels like it's for the good of all, not just. I don't know how to say yes. It. Yes. There's a, there's a knowing about it that it's the good for. 
that it's for the good of all, that it's inevitable, that, that if you're not following it, it's because of your own crap. Is that what you're saying? Mm -hmm. your own, you've got a karmic kink somewhere that's making you kind of go off track for a while to and spin out it. something. You feel it. Yeah. You do if you have a good intuition. Some people don't. Because the mind talks so loud, they don't recognise, whoa, this is desire-driven, this is desire-driven. Because the feel-good factor, they've gotten so used to following desires that the feel-good factor is doing it. And they, they're not listening to the exquisiteness of, of the inner guide, that harmony, as you call it. Yes. It is intuitive. Yeah. It's intuitive, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, Peter. So before the whole phrase passes through, so that nothing sticks, if there's relaxing, then the whole phrase will pass through. With you, absolutely. Absolutely. That's your no-stick zone. That's where the eye disappears when you relax. Yeah, your system totally works like that. When you're personalized, anytime I've ever seen you, Peter, when you're personalized there, it's because you're, you're taller. <laughs> and the personalized there. And then when you're chilled, it's like this, you're like, I can put my hand through you. Yes. A saint has no desire. That's right. So anytime a desire arises, it is always the function of the mind. Is that yes. Correct? Yes. I also... Can I just say that that can be useful at times? That's, the, that's, the, that's the thorn taking out a thorn, huh? That yeah. can be useful sometimes. Yeah. I mean... Could you explain this a little bit more vis-a-vis -vis desire? Is it because what that's the theme that I would like to kind of explore with you. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you if you don't mind repeating the phrase a thorn removing the thorn, I understand the concept, but how does this relate to desire? So <clears throat> the desire to want to know the truth, the desire to wake up. Let that be the last one to go. Yeah. There's a kind of a sequence in terms of in term of in terms of how toxic they are. From toxic to like, okay, it's light enough, but it's gonna to have to go. They all have to go. But the yes. levels of toxicity, there certainly is a a, a, a scale. Yeah. Let's say if you have to put that particular desire, the desire to know truth. Yes. Let's, let's, let's say that that's not an issue. What about just ordinary, regular desires? Like. Yes, yes, you've got to know de desirelessness. You have to know desirelessness. So a very good practice, and this has been the traditional practice in religions and everything, is like, when there's a desire, don't respond to it. Because when, we, when there is a desire and we do respond to it, we're avoiding something. We're avoiding, what's the feeling that my mind is actually going to create if I don't obey it? What's the punishment it has lined up for me? So it's very useful to not have the object of your desire and go through the threat. The threat. The threat. Of not fulfilling of, the desire. Of being without. Yeah. Um, I understand. Um, that's kind of one school of thought. To say, 
be look at the desire but don't fulfill the desire yes. just look at it yes but there is also another school of thought in this paradigm to say fulfill this desire and then see what happens yes what would you say to that that you have to be quite wise to be able to use that that's kind of the phd level <laughs> and the high school level is go into the threat Feel what it is to be without the object of desire. Get to know the terrain, the, the, the punishment, the suffering that your mind puts up. See what it is that you're avoiding by fulfilling your desire. Because if you don't know what that is, all you're doing then is like, well, actually, oh yeah, I heard somewhere that I can have my desires. That's great, I'll have my desires. It's like that is totally mind, picking and choosing what it wants. Yes. It's about seeing through mind. So if you're going to see through mind, you've got to like, okay, come on, come on, do your worst, do your worst. I'm not going to satisfy you, and let's see how bad this gets. Let's see what's the suffering that I'm trying to avoid here. And that way you get to see when mind, mind I was fine, and then the desire came. Yeah. And now if I don't satisfy it, it plunges me into this. Or I can satisfy it. And another desire will come. And I can satisfy it. And another desire will come. Desire breeds desire. Yes. Right? <clears throat> and what it does is it generates a pattern of your mind directing your action. Pure consciousness is what this is about. The absolute directing your action. You as the absolute using the body-mind mechanism to do whatever it is that the absolute wants to do. So the mind has a capacity to kind of have a personal experience and its desire-making mechanism is its most potent tool. Mm -hmm. so, so mind uses that for as long as you believe your mind. As long as you believe your thoughts and mind is in charge, that's what's happening. But we're here knowing that the deeper part of me actually is, is I'm, I'm, that's, that's, that's where I'm heading. This other stuff is not good enough anymore. So if we're here in satsang, then negotiating with the mind, be beyond it. Please be beyond it. Be beyond it. It's about exposing the mind, seeing through its tricks, knowing the loops that it plays. Before a desire arose, you were fine. Let's see if the pure absolute wants to make a move or not. Yeah, I think a couple of years ago we were discussing um, and you were alluding to the fact that even simple desire, like having a cup of coffee, mm. you say, you know, if there's a desire to drink a cup of coffee in the morning, don't do it or something yes. to that extent, yes. just yes. to see what is coming up. Yes, yes. Um, I've never been able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Stumbling block number four, I think. Sorry? Stumbling block number four, I think we found three yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wrote it on the score. Okay, okay. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are the other three you noticed? Know, Cut to coffee commercial. Cut to coffee commercial. You know, I, I really feel like saying, I, I think that's a very innocent desire. No desire is innocent, all desire comes from the mind. This is mind negotiating. You're negotiating. Make me holy but not yet. Somebody said that. 
Saint Augustine. Uh, Saint Augustine. <laughs> 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 That's where I live now. Fear of contradiction. So what would you tell me if I said I can't do it? Or what are you telling me? Then you're not interested in the truth. Mind is actually offering you more than absolute. It's, you're, you made a decision that, that what mind gives you is actually better. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody who is not seeing the truth and doesn't abide in the truth absolutely wants the entertainment of their mind for another little bit. Including a cup of coffee. If there is, the cup of coffee is fine. It's the desire for it is the problem. You've got to see through all desires. That's what equanimity is about. Do you think Ramana had a craving for a cup of something? No. That's the right answer. And it's possible to have a cup of coffee without desire. The cup of coffee isn't the problem. It's the thinking mechanism that you have, that you feed, which keeps you away from abiding. It's these thinking mechanisms that, that they're in charge and they're directing your action. Whom you're serving, God or man, you're serving man. I mean, that's, that's who you're working for. And you can only serve one master. Yes, you can only serve one master, that's for sure. of this this morning during meditation where I was using that mantra that I love this mantra that um, meant um, mold me melt me mold me fill me use it. yeah and and that was taking me to a certain place and then and then there was an awareness that said well this is this is the Ginny character saying that yes mm. yes mm. and then I saw your face and you were Stern like I've never seen you really stern, but you were so stern, and you said, Bow down! <laughs> and I'm like, wow, and then all of a sudden, you know, I, I, that was pure consciousness. Yes. Communicating bow down, bow down. Yes. And then I went into my heart, and my heart was thumping bow down. Yes. Yes. And uh, wow. Yes. Mm. Tears and tears and tears. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The character has to be in total service to the absolute. Mm. There is no negotiation. Mm. Mm. And there's even some negotiation with enlightenment, with attainment, whatever we want to call it, seeing the truth. Some negotiation can creep back in. But it continues and it refines to where there's absolutely no concept can direct anything. It just can't. Just the character is powerless. And it's 
beautiful because something is in line and what moves through you, you know. So then there's no need to doubt it, there's no need to question it. It's like, it, it's, it, 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 there's only one, one step. You know there's no choice, it's not a theory anymore because there's only one movement happening all the time. Nothing needs to be qualified ever. If a qualification comes out, it's because what's happening from pure consciousness. That's kind of freedom itself, because there's no option, because there's only just what's happening. And the character has to be in service. Yes, Steve. Most of my life was urgent, so the mind is the urgency. Yes, the mind is the urgency. And the sage is the peace. Sage is the peace, yes. Thank you. Yes. Yes, Jason. So when a decision is being made from the deeper part of the mind, it's like the, the sense is, okay, this is happening. It's not there like is. I'm making a decision. It's like this is what's happening right now. Does it feel like it's a deep part of your mind? Or does it feel like it's made someplace else and your mind is, is, is interpreting it? Your mind is picking it up a little bit later. Do you, it, do you feel the sequence? So, yeah. It feels like that, but my mind also can't wrap itself around that. Like, I don't want to delude myself. It, I think that everything that's happening is in my mind. Yes, yes. But that there's some, and this is something I've struggled with, is this concept I've struggled with for a long time. Where does the other part come from? Yes. How does that get in? How do I relate to how am I relating to that place of that the unmanifest before I call it into being? How do I even what's my relationship to it? Yes, the personal I will say that because it imagines there must be two and there's you and it, and the question arises under that. How do I relate to it? What's my relationship to it? That's that's the dualistic personal I wanting to figure it out. And it would probably say what somebody else said the other day is like, well, it's a mystery. It's like, there's just lack of understanding. The mind will put it to bed and say, it's a mystery. That's like, not good enough, not good enough, not good enough. It's lack of understanding. So it's not a mystery? No, there's no mystery at all. <laughs> okay. Really, there's no mystery at all. Yeah. There's only lack of understanding. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I suppose, you know, sometimes if mind has the vocabulary to express the understanding or not, that's one thing. But the deepest part of you has an understanding. I've been there many times, and still my mind wants to get a hold of, of it. But yeah. I've been in that place so clearly of yes. no, no mind. Yes. Or it's just a different, a very yeah. extremely different. Extremely context. different zone. Yeah. So, it, yeah, I'm still like arguing. And I guess I just wanted you to tell me that. Tell me that I'm not actually confused. No, not at all. It's yeah. just it's just the mind is trying to, you know, control it and trying to go where it actually can't go. It's not equipped at all. Yeah. And it's it's saying, Well, I'm the one here that works everything out. <laughs> I'm the one who's always been in charge, and actually it's not in charge at all and it never was. Yeah. So it's like the 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 you know? Yeah. Whack it around the place a bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this this actually you haven't a clue. You haven't a clue mind. Right. But there is a knowing, and that's what's in charge now. Mm. So that's not my mind? Your mind picks it up afterwards, but it's you as pure consciousness. Okay. 
And use pure consciousness is also in the movie, and that's where mind thinks that must be me too. Uh-huh. But it's in the movie. Right. Pure, con- pure consciousness is the movie maker. You see? That's that's the ambiguity, I think. As soon as I have a thought about it, though, when I'm in the mind, the mind's then looking at consciousness. Yes. Yes, absolutely. The only way out of it is to just abide, is to stay in that knowing. That yeah. there's, leaving it is always disastrous. <laughs> always. Yeah. And if there's a desire, you've left it. Yeah. You know? Just a, a piggyback yeah. on what he's saying. My, my experience is <clears throat> in that knowing that's not mine. Yeah. Um, sometimes mind will jump on it. It's like it, whatever words you were using, like mind comes later. I don't yes. know how to explain this. Yes. But, but it comes either in a functioning capacity yes. to, to carry out yes. this process, or it comes in like a liar, it comes in a capacity of being like higher mind, like acting like a spiritual mind, but it's still mind. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. And there's like a different feeling when it's, it's a little weird when there's the piggyback mind on there. Yes. Still. Yes. I don't know. It, what he was saying just reminded me of that. It's like, it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't, a lot of times it is just pure it and the functioning mind is just going along That's and it's serving. It's serving. But then sometimes the, the mind jumps on there and has its opinions about what's going yes. on. Yes. And then it's like contaminated yes. hitchhiker. Yes. Mm-hmm. So watch for ownership. Mm-hmm. Can there be an opinion without it being yours? Without it being your mind's? And you'd find like, wow, the, I'm going to kind of tell you what you find just to direct. It's like, God, this brain thinks it should be this way. Right. That's entertaining. That's the mind, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's so that's just conditioning. That's just mind going yakety yak. But like giving an editorial on the yeah, but thing. Don't, don't, right. don't let it use the body mind. <laughs> don't let what use. Don't let it use. Don't let it. Don't let it influence. Be supported by your energy. Because right. then you're backing up the opinion, and you own it, and it's your opinion, right. not right. your own. And it's right. like, okay, now you've lost it now. Right. But mind might always run its loop-de-loop. For some people it really does. It continues the same old pattern, the same old garbage. But the thing is, is it in charge and it's directing your action? You see? Right. It just sort of goes along and makes comments. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, see through it. You say, I see you, I see you, yeah. I got you. Gotcha, gotcha. Good. Exactly. Yeah. At the back. I was just wondering if they ever really integrate. Because for me, I've had, you know, I've had years where I've been living from a pure place. Yes. And I've also had years thereafter of living in mine. Yes. And to try to bridge the two was, and still, yes, trying to get out of the way. Yes. So I'm wondering. Yeah. That might be worth coming up to the chair for, and let's see what, what, what's, what's there that makes you go back into mind and, and shutting down your, your abidance in, in the truth. 
but it goes nuts. Yeah, you think, I'm actually going to lose my mind. And the threat of insanity is there for most of us. <laughs> you think, I'm, I'm, I'm going through this is psychiatric now, like, at this level. Go there, it's fine, it's only a threat, it's just fear. Uh, yes, Dean? <clears throat> when you don't listen, when one, when one doesn't listen to one's desire. Yes. <clears throat> does it happen sometimes that it's in a way it's kind of suppression, and then it can come with vengeance? Yes. So then, how do yes. you deal with that? You take a shower. You go for a walk. You, Ramana told one person, go out and stand on hot stones in at noon, and that's hot in the middle of summer to do it's like crazy, it's golden. He said, go out and stand on hot stones. Tell me if your desire is still there then. Because the mind would be focused on something else and it would shift, it would break the loop. The vicious loop of, I need, I need, I need, I need. That was his trick. To distract your mind with something else. We use mantras, but you know, it's like, I used to say things like, I'm onto you, I'm onto you, I'm onto you. Oh yeah, I see you, I'm onto you. And at times I used to call it like the Lord of Darkness. You know, it's like you're the Lord of Darkness telling me that I want this, punishing me if I don't have it. I'm onto you. I see your trick. There's no way. There's no way. So, you know, I mean, I kind of split my ego into two, but it worked. And what you're saying, Jack, is from your experience, if you, if one keeps on doing this, at a certain point, it stops. Of course it does. Of course it does. Of course it does. If you stop using something, it gets pretty rusty, and mind is the same. If you stop using those directives from mind, have a coffee, do what's nice, entertain yourself. If you stop following those directives, the volume goes down. So whenever I get a thought like, what's wrong with this particular desire, like, this is so innocent, this is all bullshit. Total bullshit. <laughs> Total bullshit. There isn't, there isn't such a thing as an innocent desire. There isn't. It's a Maya making mechanism every time. There's, there's no such thing as an innocent desire. Never comes from the absolute. Never. Comes from the part of the absolute that wants to be asleep. I can look at it that way. But that's not working for you anymore because you're here. <laughs> yes, Debja? So, because um, I'm a great example today of being caught in, I had no sleep last night. Yeah. And it was rough. Yeah. And I'm not feeling so great today. Yeah, great. <laughs> you think so. Yeah, it is great. But I feel like crap. Yes. So. There's what? a good layer up. Mm -hmm. Very it's wonderful. Good. Yeah, it's great. Okay, I'll believe you. Yeah, I will finish, yeah. So, as. Um, I'm forgetting it. Dean. Dean. Dean's talking about desire. What is the difference? between intention and desire? Uh, just tell me what you mean by intention. <coughs> well, sometimes when I'm working with intention, I feel as if 
it is desire, you know, it's like I want something like oh, okay, but I like last night. You know, that's how I knew I could not I kept trying to get into the relax, into the Buddha breathing, into you know, finding trickles. And I go, okay, I'm fine. Didn't happen. Yeah. And sometimes the intention feels like I'm in a realm of potentiality. Okay. Like I don't know where I am in space, I don't know where I am in time. Yes. It feels accessible. And um like it's it's there. And there's a part of me that says it's there if I want it. And it's the welcoming Right. It's neither here nor there. Right. So if it comes, it doesn't come, it's okay. In the field of potentiality, it doesn't matter. It can go either way, huh? Uh, true. Yeah, okay. I, I followed you on that. So if intention... <laughs> if, if intention is born out of desire, yeah. it's just desire by another name. But sure, I mean, there, we can use that I have an intention to have my lunch today at some point. If it doesn't happen, I don't care. But the intention is there. So there'll be no attachment to the outcome in a clean intention. doesn't come from desire and there's no attachment to the outcome. But attention can be a natural, beautiful functioning yes. of directing yourself. Yes. You know? I could like I I could also like feel last night someone was sleeping or if you want to call yes. it. Yes. Yes. I was so in the body mind. Yes. But sure it's fine. You were lying down, the body was resting, so what? It didn't feel like rest. <laughs> so what? So what? So what? Only the mind will say something was wrong with it. And it's correct. And then I could feel the reaction. I mean, that was what was so fascinating. Yeah. I could feel my body following the mind. Yes. And I wanted to strangle it. <laughs> that was really conducive to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not working. Yeah. I mean, finally I got up. Yeah. And just went and sat. Yeah. In a room. Yeah. We can survive without sleep. It's a funny one, you know. It's, well, it'll come sometime. Yeah. You might sleep tonight. And if not, you'll probably sleep after two sleepless nights, you know. It'll come. And it, it, that happens for a lot of us, you know. Yes, it does. It happens for a lot of us. But yeah. that's just how it is. Making it an issue is going to just drive sleep further away. Correct. Just is. Equanimity, you know, equanimity. Same, same, no matter what happens, you know. Yeah, yeah. Tom? Okay. What, what about play? Play, what Again, about play? In other words, let's go to a movie. Well, that does arise from a desire. Not always. It would seem like it. That's, yeah, but let's go play. That's the not, absolute place, too. Uh, obviously. It's yeah. called Leela. It's a, all a Leela, yeah. Yeah. Be interesting to see. It's like, okay, let's go to a movie. It's like, okay, would that be there if I throw out the desire? Does my body get up and 
and buy the tickets online or get into the car and say, come on, Barbara, we're going to the movie. It's interesting to see. Say, okay, am I going to get up and go to that movie? And let's see if the movement will be there. And you'll find your body will do a lot of things without desire. That desire was just riding on the back of something that was going to happen anyway. Well, I, I can see right now between, there's two things. One, like watching all game. That's coming to fill a hole. Yeah, okay. That's desire. That's desire. Yeah. What was that? To fill a hole. Just to fill a hole. Something, watching a ball game to fill a hole, knowing that it's to fill a hole. Something is lacking. That, that, that's desire. That's the job of desire. Sure. And when you hang out in mind, you're going to feel lacking because, of course, the pull is to go within. Sure. So would it be just kind of a, a refinement of what Tom is saying in terms of if that desire is not fulfilled, see what happens. Yes. If nothing happens, then it is a good intention or lack of, like, I don't care whether I watch the ball game or not. Right. But if something arises to say, oh, I wish I, then you know that this is not a desirable desire, if you know what I mean. I want to watch the ball game. Okay, and is that I'm desire? Because void. Good feeling with void, okay. Right, That's so a recognized that is, desire. that is a desire. Yeah. But if I say, I want to go to the movie, and for some reason, I couldn't go. Yes. And nothing happens inside, then it's fine. Okay. I'm just conscious, because I know the way your mind works. <laughs> Watch out, Dan. <laughs> for you, Dean, that's going to get tricky. <laughs> For you, I wouldn't recommend it. You Don't mean, follow any desire. Yeah, you are taking everything away. <laughs> <laughs> and you've asked for it a few times. And you've been asking for it a few times. Yeah. It's like enough, enough now. There's some sense that, um, as you say, there's no innocent desire because there's a natural opposition to what is with any desire. Yes. You've already left what is. So there's the enhancement. This isn't enough yes. in some regard. Right. So I wonder what you recommend in the face of the emotional content that arises when you stand in the face of not following desire for lack of a... What is the emotional content that arises? Can be fear, terror... Shame, embarrassment. That's what's up for clearing. It's like, all right, look, these, I'm not learning from these. These are just human emotions, they pass through. So have that um, how, I guess. Let them be there. Don't judge them. Say, all right, let's let's see how bad this gets. All right, here's here's shame. All right, let's let's just really Let's just feel what's the core of this and watch it. Just watch it. So, all right, is that, that the best you can do? Just churning up, playing with a few chemicals in my body to make me feel like crap. Okay, that's really it, is it? That really it. Next step is like, okay, what's the belief behind this? Because somewhere it's a concept that's believed into existence which is giving rise to this and dissolve the belief. It's, it's just a belief. It's... it's got no potency until you run it. You could be running the opposite belief just as easily. 
run the opposite belief. See what that's like. It's, it's very loose. Let it get very loose, the whole playground. Don't, don't bow down to any belief, any thought, any emotion. They're all just a toolkit of the mind. And they're all equally stupid once you start seeing through them. <laughs> they're all empty. They're all like, really, is that as good as you can get, man? Is that, as, is that really it? Terror. That's, that's your game today. All right. All right. Sure. That exists in the world. That's fine. It'll run through with the gun shortly. And breathe. Sometimes all you can do is breathe with the knowing of like, okay, some part of me knows that this is okay. Sometimes you've only got that tiny little thread, like a cobweb. It's like, some part of me knows that this is actually, there's life beyond this and that this is going to pass through. Sometimes that's all you can do is just kind of, I just got to keep breathing because I've lost touch with the wisdom that knows that this is going to pass through. You think you're dying. So sometimes it's like that. You kind of have to engage faith, you know, to like, the deeper part of me knows that this is nothing. This is just the experience happening. And so sometimes you have to use these intellectual tricks to kind of get some distance, some distance. And faith is really good. It's like the deeper part of me knows. The deeper part of me knows this is bullshit. Can you do that? Or does that feel like too much of a high jump? The sense I have is that I could do that in moments, but a sustained effort with that feels hard. Like when you ask this question, what does my mind say? It's kind of like, well, how much work are you talking about? Yes. It's like a sort of like... Yes. If I'm being Yes, sure. There's only, there's only honesty when it comes really, because otherwise, what are we doing? Yeah. So I feel I could do that somewhat, uh -huh. but somewhat doesn't get you. Do you know the source of the terror? It feels very visceral, so it doesn't feel tied to a concrete something. Just any deep relaxation that's present always. It'll come. Yeah. 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 It feels like it's from another place. <coughs> uh, look, can we look at that sometime today? It'll be great. Yeah. This whole thing is initially really agitated. <laughs> and, uh, and I felt like it was a con almost. You know, what's the sound? I couldn't try to get it to question everything that I thought. And it, it's based on ending last night with Derek and, and looking at that because that was me asking that question, that one bit of ignorance. And you know, we sit with Francis Lucille and he talks about what's the most important thing to discover. It's what's the greatest impediment to enlightenment is believing that you're separate consciousness. And so that was my prayer last night. Release me from this this concept, this belief. But now I'm coming that's it appears now that that just became another mental trick. And the prayer was the same thing. It was all that activity. In spite of this desire for truth, and it was just an honest love for truth. And yet, I'm... Although, there was a moment here when you're talking like, 
There was no distance between you and me. There was nothing separate. Yes. And when we talk about ordinary consciousness, it was extraordinary. Um, not in a wild sort of sense, but... Yes. I don't, I'm just like a mess right now. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Something stewing. Yeah, I'm okay with that. There's, she's talking about fear. I could come up with some really quick fears. You know, yeah, there's visceral death, losing everything I have. Um, and, and as I was doing that prayer, that was really all I meant. We have a porch on where we're staying, so we could sit on the porch, hold a cat. Um, it was, uh, I said, okay. If all that stuff happens, so be it. I was willing to let that go. Good. Um, and, and even I, but I don't know if it's just a thought or just playing games. Is the fear? Well, it's great fear, you know. Heck with that. It's yes. just fake anyway. Yes, it's fake anyway, time. It's not. It's not real. No. Um, no. It's all right, though. Yeah, no, I'm okay. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I know what it is. It's like I had a picture, and I, oh, this one, and the picture sort of just melting or something. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, yeah. Keep it simple. I, I did have one question is, you <coughs> said something, or you've said this before, just being aware of it, that's sort of, you see it rise and let it go. This is just a mental. What's the benefit of that, or how? What is working? That I, I'm gathering what you're saying is just by watching it, it, it sort of loses its impact and its energy. Yeah. Is that correct? You're not a slave to it. Uh, when you're watching it, you're not swallowed up and hypnotized that this is what's happening now and this is my perspective. Yeah. Okay. You know it's a mask. You know, rather than uh, I'm the being of the mask, you know? Yeah. It's like this movie's being seen, but you're not the movie. Exactly, exactly. Movie's being seen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I just maybe simplifying all this too much. I don't know, but I can see the difference between my inner knowing. Yes. And I'm aware of my inner knowing yes. and my mind. Yes. So yesterday, I kept thinking. I hate my mind. I hate my mind, but I don't. Good. And yes. and I, it's it has to be there. Yes. And then I thought, well, when you said you had talked to your mind, yeah. you know, called it, what told it what to do. Yeah. I thought I could treat my mind like a pet. Yes. Because I would love the pet. Yes. But I would demand that it would sit or stand. <laughs> <laughs> Or don't bark. Or <laughs> I don't know that way. It mightn't work. Try it, but it mightn't work because because it will be the mind that you want to control the mind. The motivation to, to change your mind will only come from the mind. So it's kind of doing a merry dance with itself. All right. So it might be better just to say shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, 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 you're you know, just not taking it seriously, not listening to it. 
Yeah, I can hear. A radio in the next room. I mean, I've had so many moments where a decision <laughs> in my life has come from here. Yes. And, and yet I'll be on my way to fulfill that decision. And my mind is going, oh, this is stupid. This is ridiculous. Why are you doing this? Yes. And yet I continue to do Well it. done. Just That's it. Say whatever it wants. That's it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Like that all the time. Like so this, it, I mean, it's just a, a, yeah, it might is a beautiful mechanism, as you said yourself, we need it, you know, it's, it's a beautiful tool, but, but, you know, and it just wants to be busy and yakety yak all the time, but I'm not interested in it, it doesn't get my attention. I'm still going to go from point A to B, because, yeah, of course, my, yeah, save yourself, yes, exactly, that's right, that's, that's, that's what's happening in this attempt at distracting. It's just of no interest to me. Don't give it your attention. <coughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. And it does quieten down. It really does quieten down. If you don't follow it, because it, it doesn't need to be talking so loud, because it has no potency. Yeah. You know? Yes. So I've been trying to hang out in that hole of the painting place. Yes. In there. Yes. And it's been very powerful. Yes, but great. In terms of the mind, when you're in there, since marks don't have minds, really. Yes. Uh, you can always tell it's coming from somewhere else when the mind comes in. So yes. it's almost muted. Yes. It's almost irrelevant yes. to be there. Yes. Which is great. Yes. <laughs> so I have been just in a wonderful place. On and off. I mean, and I can hear as I say, okay, I'm holding on to that a little bit tight. Sure. But I can just sit there, and then something in me says, as I'm getting uh, to a place where I, someone in there is knowing, the soul of the whole drawing is knowing that there is nothing to change, but that's perfect, just the way it is. Yes. There's a knowing of the inherent beauty of everything, and then that goes. And so there's nothing but the knowing there somewhere. There's yes. no known thing and there's no knower. Beautiful, anymore. beautiful. And then the mind said, oh, Jack told me to go to nothing. Maybe that's how I can get there. And the whole thing is shut to hell for yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah. the, uh, that's what's sort of been happening. Yeah. So then chuck out what Jack's saying and staying with the, when the triad breaks up, the knower knowing something. When that breaks up and there's just knowing, stay there. Stay there. And that's when I hear the mind come in and say, do you need a cup of tea now? Right. Because <laughs> you've been sitting here almost an hour and you're still at your breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. And say, if the knowing moves this body, then I'll move. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And see what happens. Yeah. <clears throat> you know. Dora? Um... So that quote, just used, I used to live by that. Um, I don't buy that anymore, but it started because I found out people that are dead aren't enlightened, though some are. Um, but the place I'm struggling is, you know, you can't do work to get there. Yes. It's not about working to get there. Yes. That's I do work, and then it's always in the future, the future. Yes. But what's the difference, Jack, between that and, like, when I came last year, I said, I discovered for the first time, listening to everybody, that... There are things you can do. Like, yes. It's not just everybody wakes up suddenly. Yes. yes. There are things you can do. What's yes. the difference between that 
and working toward enlightenment. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> in any moment, you're either listening to the mind and it's in control, or you're listening to the absolute. And when you're listening to the absolute, there is no personal I who's owning it. Oh, I'm operating from the... I mean, that doesn't happen. That's the mind riding on top of it, buying it, feeling it, okay? So moving from the absolute is more quiet, inner, comes from knowing, and your mind picks things up a little bit, like it delayed a little bit. You know, it comes in slightly later. That's how it is when enlightenment happens. It's that all the time. It's that all the time. That no decision is made from mind. So if that's practiced now, number one, you're helping your neurology. You can do that much. The permanency of it or not, that's grace. That's the luck of the draw. Destiny, luck of the draw. Lottery. Whether it becomes permanent or whether it's, uh, I just keep practicing this. And you'll find people who are like, gosh, it's been years since, since my mind directed me, since I believed a thought and followed it. It's been years. And they never knew. It was just seamless. Seamless. They never knew that actually, well, that's kind of what the whole thing was about. It's like, oh, oh, but it's just ordinary. It's like, yeah. It's like you return to being normal. <laughs> Fully human. Normal. Not, not a crazed thing following stupid ideas that were just a bundle of conditioning. So does it sit next to Jack when you spoke of there last night about the difference between belief and knowing? And for me, the knowing is like what you do when you're doing your work. You're just, and when I'm doing my work, same thing. Yeah. I recognize it in you. Yeah. And I'm like, so that's the knowing just coming through me. That's right. That's the, it's in the same camp. Yes. And I don't feel it's coming from any place else. It's coming from what I am. Ah, yes. Okay. I don't describe it to people say, oh, you channel, and I'm like, that's the bucket. <laughs> no, like no, it's coming from what I am. Yeah, it's what I really am. And then the Jack form bows down to that. Yes, absolutely bows down to it. You know, and and what people see here, I have no interest at all in what people see. Do you know? None, because my dedication as the Jack character is to honor. What I know is, is something extraordinarily magnificent, which is what I'm looking at, which I'm looking at. There's only that. <clears throat> sure. Yes. I just wanted to say that last night I found the heartache that I had left on the shelf that you mentioned. Yes. <laughs> well done, Kathy. And... Um, I could not sleep also. <laughs> yeah. I spent a lot of time um, crying. Yeah. It's a lot of, I, this is maybe where some confusion comes in because it was a lot of mind going through a lot of story. And then all of a sudden I was like, okay, so what, why, why am I doing this? Because I had totally forgotten why I was going to do it. And then I remembered that it was so that when I dropped down that I felt it in my heart and I did it and it, <laughs> it's there <laughs> and I, you know meditation this morning well I kind of fell asleep quite a lot but when I was meditating I, I could feel my heart I mean it's like this now it's like 
Beautiful. How long has it not been there? I mean, this, that heartache that was put on a shelf is like 30 years old. So, yeah, sure. Um, Beautiful. It doesn't mean that I haven't been able to love in other ways. It yeah. Just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just, and it just made it so clear to me, like, how did, because... I have a lot of separation here between your body and my body, but yet you were able to see so clearly. You just said there's this heartache you put it on a shelf. I mean, I could see the shelf. It was in India. I see it was a garden. There was a shelf. I went. It was something painful for years, and I was able to leave it there. And and yet you said that, didn't you? Yes. I, yes. That was amazing. I'm just glad you could hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I heard it when you said it, but it just was in my head. Something something, something was there. Something was there. And it just... And opened. It opened, and it was... Beautiful. Beautiful. Enjoy the heart space. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> you're very you. welcome. I just... It... Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. It, it helps uh, somehow open me a lot more to just understanding what the absolute is too because yes. I'm kind of very science-based, very rational and this whole idea that you can, that we can be the same, it just makes it a lot clearer. We are. I know. Yeah, really. <laughs> I just need things like that sometimes to just like... Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Science will will recognize it, you know. It, it yeah. will recognize it. It's coming. It will come. Mm-hmm. Ah, I just want to say this publicly. Yes. So everybody can hear. Yes. So I'm not hiding. Well done. Okay. It just I'm grateful for having been challenged today. There's an inner knowing. There's an inner knowing. There's an authority. I was headed in this direction long before this, just factually. I was headed, I was being drawn in this direction long before this was said to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Consciousness was coming back to me in, in ways it had not in 40 years. Yes, yes. So there's an inner knowing. Yes. And if it's just the last desire, I mean, this desire for truth, yes. so be it. Yes. Did you say it's not a toxic one? Yes. If it's still a desire for truth that's yes. leading me in this direction, fine. Okay. But I'm glad to be challenged because the challenge has been met and overcome. Okay. I'm doing what my inner knowing tells me to do. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Thank you. That and only that is to guide your way on. Yes. Only that. Yes. All any teacher can do is reflect you in to your knowing, and that's exactly. guiding your way on. Exactly. And this could. 
this could not be the end. This could this could be a false path. It of could course, be. Of course, it could, it could be. Every path can but be. But I will know. Yeah, we learn. I will know. We, false paths are I'm great. I'm going to take that step. This yeah. is what is drawing me. Yeah. Yeah. The consciousness has come back. Yeah. Because I'm no longer on ice, as yes. you said yesterday. Yes. Good for you. Great to hear you talking with Good a bit you. of balls. Yeah. <laughs> it's balls, great. Yeah. 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 It's great. Well done. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Randy. Can I come up and talk? Of course. Hon, <coughs> <coughs> did you. Was that recording? Okay, great, because I know the audio will be crap here without the, um, the way it went, and that would have been closer to people, so... Okay, thanks. with you a number of times, but I've never come up and spoken with you. Um, so I'd like to give you a little of my story. Um, yes. I'm going to talk into the top of the mic. The, oh, talk into the top of the mic. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, the question that maybe you can um, look at intuitively as I tell you my story. Um, I don't know that you'll be able to help me, but... Let's try. I don't know. Um, so a little of my past, um, raised uh, Roman Catholic parents, <clears throat> seen but not heard. And then I... Um, probably in my 40s, came across A Course in Miracles. So I studied Course in Miracles or uh, followed that path for a while. Then I was uh, introduced to um, Advaita and <clears throat> that appealed to me more because of the languaging. I could understand it better than the wording of the Course in Miracles. And that started when I met uh, Aveda in Mukti. And then I discovered um, Ajashanti and went on retreats with him, uh, invited him to Boston, um, hosted him uh, in Boston back in 2004. And he was my teacher for a while. Um, then there was a teacher, John DeRyder in Canada, who I went on retreats with. Then along came Muji. <coughs> got to know him and personally and did retreats with him when he came to the United States. Um, then there were a scattering of teachers all mixed in. Some of this is overlapping. Mm. And uh, then Jack O'Keefe came to Boston and uh, saw Jack, considered her one of my teachers or the teacher at the time. Uh, But recently, the beginning of this year, I swore off 
we silent retreats. No, it was last year. Swore off silent retreats in, in most satsangs. How do you mean you swore off? Well, what, what, I don't, okay. I don't I'm understand not, the phrase. Yeah, I'm not going anymore. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, but here I am, and why I'm here is it's happening that it's the reason that I said, you know, that's not helping too much. That's not my direction. And here's another sequence. And this is <clears throat> um, the energy that, that I feel. So this just became very, very, very dense for me, very constricting. Now back at the barn, the last morning I woke up and was in an expanded consciousness. And I wanted to, I, I can see it and feel it very visually. I just loved everybody and wanted to hug everybody. It was, it was a beautiful feeling. Mm. Uh, I couldn't because it was a silent retreat and I didn't want to interrupt everybody's where they were at. Um, so I, I, I was loving it. But then satsang started and the questions started and the energy started to get compressed. And I, I don't know if you can remember, but then I started crying a lot because it was just so um, compressing. And you asked for a break and you came over and helped me for quite a while as I, as I cried and I calmed down. Well, um, this en energy um, started back in the early 70s when I was uh, doing TM and in about my third month of TM, in my meditation chair, I started shaking violently. So I didn't know what that was at all, and I went to get checked a number of times, but at the time, back then, they didn't even know themselves, and they couldn't help. Yeah. So then the story goes, you know, I went to <clears throat> get checked out and um, discovered um, on my own a local Boston primal screen group mm. and did that for quite a while and had a therapist and could bring up energy that was incredible yes. amount of energy just to the universe mostly it wasn't didn't feel too personal and there wasn't stories it was just and I would just in a padded room, be able to just scream, help, that's all. Just. Um, so I've tried um, breath work, you know, and that, that's been helpful um, in some other therapies, dealing with energy, you know, I've Googled, but I cannot seem to get the help anywhere. And I've asked other teachers, and they make suggestions, but that's it. Just, you know, there doesn't, I can't seem to find 
like a teacher that concentrates on that type of thing. And I do know from reading that other people have this type of energy, and, but they struggle with you know, what to do with it. Uh, some places, some people call it kundalini energy. Mm. Um, but, it, you know, it'd be great to go to a four-day, five-day, six-day retreat where everybody ha was moving energy. <laughs> um, now I'm getting a lot of sensations in my crown chakra, my third eye, my uh, um, nostril nudges, and it's sometimes I get attacked. And the only way to relieve it is to itch it. You know, and I've had it going on, you know, here some. And Yeah, I've experienced <clears throat> heart chakra pain where I've had to go to the hospital and get checked out a couple of times in my life, but my yeah. heart is... Your heart's fine. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. So that's about it. I don't know. <clears throat> so, Randy, when the energy moves, <clears throat> uh, does, it, does it move up? Is it, does it have a direction? Well, the, I was just recently told by Satri, <laughs> that the divine is attempting to come, you know, top down. Okay. And so that's why I'm getting these sensations. Okay. You know, but, but does it start here. in one direction and go in the other direction? What's your experience? Uh, or does it, is it all just full on when it starts? Have you noticed? It, it, it's both. It's both. So... If I was to totally, totally relax, uh -huh. like on the floor, uh -huh. it'd be full on all my limbs, my neck, my head. Yeah. Um, I had a reaction to uh, Veda yesterday when he, he, he said something, and pressure came from my trunk area through my shoulders into my neck into the top of my head. It was... Okay. A lot of pressure, so it moved that way. Okay. 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 But it's mostly all occurring up here. Mostly your head area. Yeah, and not down in my root or any place. Yeah. Aha, aha. Okay. And does it leave your body? Does it feel like it ever comes out your hands or your feet or the top of your head? Or even your nose. Does it feel like it leaves, or is it just all internal? Yeah, it's internal. It it's internal. It doesn't uh, feel like it leaves. Okay. Okay, we gotta get it leaving. We gotta get get some outlet. Yeah, we gotta get an outlet. It's gotta it's gotta come out. Yeah, <clears throat> shaking like that. That has no medical thing, and it's great that you've ruled it out. But it rarely is medical anyway. When it you know because it's such a spiritual consequence. 
um, your, your, your cells are shaking off some low vibration. That's basically what it is. It's just, it's a mm-hmm. purification, but you know, it's a shaking some density. Interesting though, that, that like when somebody else said something yesterday that it affected you in your trunk and worked up was, do you know, Randy, if that was you kind of picking up the density of what was said or what was said from somebody else, or was it your own density? the same story that somebody else said is also in you. I need to know, if, are you kind of soaking it from somebody else or is it just your own? It's, it's my own. Okay, great. So, great. In, in past sad songs with you, I have had um, energy hits like, oh. Yeah. You say something that is so strongly true that it just vibrates right through me. I. You know, just my bottom just respond, reacts. Yes, to it. yes, yes. Do you need it to stop, to slow down? What do you need? Do you need understanding? What do you need? Well, the first thing I need is just tell my story to you. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful, and I'm glad you did. Um, and You've then been I would silent be, for too long. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And. I would like to get some relief so that some of it does leave. Yes. Yes. So, but it, it's, it doesn't get, it moves. Yes. But it doesn't leave. It doesn't discharge. So I, I, I have this practice at home yeah. that I put on the headphones, uh-huh. I put on Santana, uh-huh. and poof, yeah, great. You know, great. And energy is just... Yeah, you can let it rip. Yeah, I let it rip. But That's great. You know, it's just a little relief, but it yeah. doesn't disappear or it doesn't yes. Yes. become less. Yes. Okay. So... So, so drill a hole. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I will work on that for you. I will work on that for you. Yeah, it's opening the crown. You're right, it's about opening the crown. <clears throat> it's not just about getting it out of your body because in some way it's it, it, you're circulating it in your energy field do you know there's like an egg shape kind of our aura our personal space around us right and even the part that is getting out it's not much but the part is that is getting out it's not leaving your energy field it's like, it, you, I don't know how you haven't combusted altogether, but, you know, we're very resilient and, and Grace is doing it all anyway, so you're going to be fine. <clears throat> but even the stuff that's in your energy field, you're recycling it, recycling it, recycling it. You're not completely discharging. How are you, Randy, about letting go normally in life? <clears throat> how are you around letting go? Are you good at letting go or do you hang on to things forever or? Um, yeah, let, letting go ha- happens now. Okay. W- without even me being aware of it, I, okay. I I see it afterwards, and I go, oh, okay. 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 Great. Great. Is uh, how how are you doing in terms of the ego, personal I, the me, myself, I story running? Is that what's the percentage of that that runs during the day, any day? I 
I don't think it's very strong because I don't even think about it. Yeah, but most people don't because it's usually uh-huh. automatic. Uh-huh. You know, it's kind of there and they don't even see it. So is there a knowing that you're kind of seeing that everything is connected and that are you in the bigger picture? Are you like in the backdrop and just watching the movie? Or are you participating in the movie? Both. Yeah, both. Okay. At the same time? Or you come in and out? Uh, yeah, I come in and out. So if I'm working, there's just work. Yes, right? sure. But then if there's... <clears throat> but then even during work, there it might just spontaneously say, uh, you know, this is... I'm, I'm not really here, and I, my, my, my lens uh, widens. Yes, yeah. okay, okay, very good. Okay, does the shaping, shaking happen when your lens is wide? I, I haven't noticed, but the lens is not wide that often that there would be a a connection there. Okay. Here's why I'm asking, because it's interesting that when we were up in the barn and, you know, the interconnectedness of everything, like the oneness was there, and then when we started talking and satsang, something contracted. Right? It's like Okay, the of course what we're working towards is is you know being aware of pure consciousness all the time, regardless of what's going on in front of us. Being able to hold it so that it's not dependent on an environment. But I'm wondering if it's if your system is using it as a reminder to get into the bigger picture, because if it's trying to shake a density, which I feel it is, then it wouldn't be there when you're in the wider view. When you're looking from the wider view, there isn't the density there, the same density. Because if grace is using it saying, hey, wake up, wake up, let's shake the devil out of you just to wake you up, you know, then, then it's a total blessing. It's a total blessing. The thing is, when the shaking is there, can you disconnect from the whole body-mind, from the Randy character at that time, and say, whoa, there's the Randy body doing its thing and my perspective is going to drop back. If you can do it when that shaking is going on, I'd say you could hold it anywhere. Which would be interesting to see what happens at when, when your perspective is much wider. Because it is about raising your vibration. It is about throwing off something in your nervous system. You know, nervous system is throwing off something. Start checking it out. And when the shaking is there, it's like, hold on, am I, am, I, am I believing I'm this guy now? Am I Randy right now? What's going on here? <coughs> and see if you can pull back. See if you can pull back and see if it changes. <coughs> That'll tell us a lot. Then it's, then it's working as a reminder to tell you to pull back. That's what it's doing. It's like, it's like stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. It's like some emergency button is being pressed. Stop it. Wake up. Come to. Step back here. Shake off the belief in the personal. Okay, can you repeat that again? I just, I just missed <coughs> something. Mm. Uh, if there is shaking going on, um, I'm watching it. 
Can you can you and, shift your perspective? Yeah, it does. It it just it just shifts. It just uh, shifts. It, I mean, it it does automatically. Okay. So. Okay, and you're desire just, free. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So I just I just watch it, and it moves like it it might move to my my uh, arm. Okay. Or it might move over here. Okay. And I'm just there, and I'm okay. And at that just, and at that point, you're not the Randy character. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's shaking off the old stuff. Mm-hmm. Huh. So it's making you step out of the personal. Yes. That's interesting. <coughs> All right. Because something like this is, is usually helping us to, to wake up. Yes. Right? So if we can read it and interpret it and work with it, then great. Because it's not actually a problem. We just don't understand it yes. yet. Yeah. It's about understanding it, no? Mm-hmm. All right. So it's pulling you back. So this shaking is coming in saying, hey, you're in story or you're rejecting something or you're not liking something or you're responding to something. So shaking happens and you go into the wider view, you're automatically observing and you're in the wider view. All right. Okay. So then the density that was making you contract, be, believe you were Randy, is being shaken. So that old density, that old energy needs to leave your body then. Because it's being rattled, but it sounds like it's just it's being rattled and it's settling and it's being rattled and it's settling and it's repeatedly. So we need to get that to leave your body. But it's only going to leave your body if you're staying in the absolute. Because as long as it has a purpose to to pull you out of believing you're Randy, then it's not going to go either. It's... Do you see? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I want to ask Derek something, Derek. Do you have a take on that from a physiological point of view? When you first started talking, I was thinking cranial work and you needed nose work. I mean, that's kind of a... Yeah, just to open up all the head stuff because it needs to come out. It's wanting to come out the top. For yeah. sure it's wanting to come out the top. Yeah. Uh, cranial and then what was your second word? No. Uh, there's work that's done inside the nose and in the mouth to open up space in the cranial. Open up physiologically open it up so that there's an outlet for the energy. It, 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 it feels pretty invasive, but it's really good. <laughs> Be well worth doing that. Be well worth doing that. Just to get everything open, all the bones open and in the right position, so that at least your body's working with the energy, so that your system will know, because the energy knows where to go. But... Mm -hmm. but from a physiological perspective, we need to line things up so that at least the right passageways are open. And most people don't have them open. They really don't, you know, because we're, we're, we're dense, you know. Okay, from a phys physiological point of view, good cranial work, good nose work. We'll find somebody for you. We'll find somebody for you. <coughs> I'll work on getting your crown chakra open. Mm-hmm. The more you drop into, uh, there is no personal I. There is no personal Randy. There is no personal Randy. The more you drop into that, if you can do that on your own, your system won't need to shake you into doing it. If you can do it on your own, then we don't need the shaking as much. Do you see? Let's work with it. Because it's, it's a teacher. These things are always a gift. 
I wouldn't be so inclined to get rid of it, but to listen to it and to support it so that it doesn't have to be so violent on your physical form. It's trying to wake you up, that's all. Mm-hmm. And even if something's happening, it's like, it's okay for this energy to leave. Just leave, just leave. Even if your legs are flying, it's like, okay, out my feet. Go on, out my feet. Go on, out my feet. Because energy follows thought quite a lot, you know? Just mm-hmm. direct it out. It's like, it's okay. Go on into the earth. Go into the floorboards. Go on. Mm-hmm. Just, just start directing it out. Very simple, but energy follows thought. It's weird, it does. Let's try those things. Mm -hmm. I think it'll definitely make a difference. Um, The other day you mentioned something about uh, Skyping with somebody. Um, Do you still do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, very good. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Sure, Randy. Yeah. Anybody got a quickie? Sure. Come on, Dadja. So we let that thought go by. Okay. And don't obey it. As I observed yesterday, when you were working with many people, and even right now, just offering ideas to get on track or to get connected, because I have been floundering. And right now I'm in terror. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, any guidance? Can you embrace the terror? Um, I've been trying, but mm-hmm. it's a trying. You know, I'm an over-efforter. Oh, yeah. And I get obsessive about things. Okay. In, you know, I'm an ex-athlete, so I know how to override and do what it takes, but it not doesn't necessarily help me. Okay. But when you're embracing something like terror, yeah. it requires softness. Yes. And the driven one is not the one who does the softness. I, yes, that is correct. I mean, even as I was sitting over there crying, I could feel the softness and going, oh yeah, this is the road in me. Yes, yes. Meet the terror with the softness. That's all it's looking for. And then there's this part of mind that wants to grasp on to your okay. You can do this. You know, again, there's that. And then I'm okay. You know, because I'm at this I don't know if it's age or it's just um, perhaps I've been a little off track, 
hard to say. There's a okay. question. There's, and there, there isn't really an off track, you know? Off track is part of the track, too. I It's another experience it. in it, you know? Right. It's just a different experience. Yeah, yeah. And I'm starting to recognize that. Oh, I didn't choose that. Oh, I no. chose that. No, yeah, it's an inevitable thing. And I'm just letting that be. Good. And, um, but I've been, you know, because I'm a movement person, so much in my body, and it is my pathway to sensating um, pure consciousness, to knowing what that feels like in a way that's in the body but not. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, but I've, I have these bumps that I've never had before, and so they're freaking me out. And, it's, and then there's the part of me that says, well, you know, there's so much of, you know, familiar mind and cultural mind and things about the medical system that you don't believe in. So why would you go that way? And so I'm still driving myself crazy because there's a part of me that goes, well, so that's part of why I'm driving myself crazy. Like I'm in terror because I'm caught in a loop that doesn't belong to me, but I'm caught in it. Sometimes I can unplug easily, and sometimes I'm where I was last night. Go into your heart. Do you know where it is? Most of the time, yes. Actually, yes. Okay. 100% of the time. Okay. What's it doing now? Well, it's really quiet right now. And in the presence of this energy here, everything feels safe. And everything feels okay. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, this is the place. Yeah. Go there. Keep going there. Keep going there. Yes. The only fuel for terror is attention. It gets your attention. Yes. And that's... That's all it needs to manifest. But that's all it is, is, is a, a, a strong emotion right. that thrives with attention, survives with attention. But if you soften and drop into your heart and revisit that softness, your attention is not on it anymore. It's actually nothing. It's just a sensation that just plays havoc with the physical form. True. Because it tightens everything. Right. But it's not in charge. You, you, you know, you can, you can redirect where your attention is. Right. Yeah, I feel the game of it. Yes. It really feels like a game. It is a game. It is a game. Well done. Yes, it's just a game. Just for the heck of the experience, that's all. Right, and so then I say to myself, this is just another experience. Yes, that's all it is. One that, you know, perhaps you play with. Meaning, you know, so I'm so in the body all the time. I'm playing with energy. Being in the body is fine. That's not a... It's neither here nor there. It doesn't have an advantage or a disadvantage. It's just... It's good to be grounded. That's good. It's fine. 
Mm-hmm. And but you know, somehow terror gets your attention, and it runs through the form, and it's still being entertained. It doesn't have to be. You're not a slave to it. You can run something else through your body. And so then I guess I get into this place where I'm not trusting. Like I don't trust it. It's yeah, like I want to go outside myself. Outside yeah. to get, yeah. I don't know if it's approval or it's yeah, someone yeah. saying, oh, <laughs> Yeah, these are all the loops connected with it because terror comes from some beliefs. That's, that's why you're entertaining it in the first. It can't set itself up without some beliefs that you've given attention to and then, boop, terror is born. So there's some beliefs there somewhere. Yeah, whereas I think it's an experience with you. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. Christina. Christina. I, th- I think it's, uh, 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 there's something else. There's, there, oh, was it you? It was you, I'm sorry. I'm like, I, there was two women. It's two that I don't know your name. What's your name? Laura. Laura, okay. Yes, Laura. It, I, think it's, I think it's actually coming from another source. It's a different thing for you. I think it is, yeah. Okay. So you're somebody who's in the body a lot. Mm-hmm. There are a certain set of beliefs. They get attention. And if they're running, and they mightn't be just that visible or recognized by you, but if they're running, boop, you have the potential for terror. Terror is really useful in terms of making us feel alive. Some part of us likes to feel the potency of being alive. That's, that's something that's worth seeing through. Because that can often pull the rug from under potent emotions. So if there's a pull to feeling alive, feeling the body, feeling the potency, I don't know if it was like some... When you get in a zone, when you were an athlete, I don't know what it is, but the feeling alive through your body, mm, yeah. you've got to stop that juice. Yeah. You've got to stop that juice. That's a drug. That's, 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 it does. It feels like I, I get high. Yeah, you get high. Yeah. So that's not helping now. So that's in there, in the mix. Yeah. So you've got to be pre- prepared to surrender that high. It's okay. like Dean's coffee, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think it's harmless, but actually, it's part of a bigger scenario. It's sometimes an override. Uh huh. Sure. Uh-huh. So, if there's yes. beliefs that are not recognized when the terror comes. Yes. Is it important to track those beliefs? Yes. Yes. In Debra's case, yeah, she, she's, she's got to go after the beliefs. But in Laura's case, it's actually a frequency she's tapping into. She's tapping into something very primal. It's like, it's like you're tuning into a station. You know, it's a different thing. So, but yeah, whichever one resonates for you, follow that track. But here, for sure, yeah, for sure, it's, it's, it's beliefs that need so to be... So I'm just caught in a loop. Yeah, you're caught in a loop. In a belief system loop. Yes, yes. Good or bad. Mm. But the drug of feeling alive is actually the, the glue, the glue. That, that makes you hang out there. That's the part of you that wants to hang out there. It's awfully painful, but it's kind of nice, nice too in an addictive way. Mm-hmm. And, and you've got to break that connection. Let that be not good enough. The pleasure-pain dynamic that you have going on with it a bit, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, break that. See through that. 
see through that and then it's like okay what are these beliefs here and and where were they triggered what what's what's going on here they're garbage where did you learn them dismiss them come on you know they're garbage see through them okay because they're not true you know they're not true beliefs are never true Um, right I know that it's just that you know what we've been talking about how sticky it is yeah but you're after the drug you know you've another agenda in there Mm -hmm. right I have to break through a membrane is what it feels like okay that's fine. I think it's ready. See through it, you know. See through that game. It worked when you were an athlete, sure. It's, but, but it's just an addictive thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Want more. Want more? Yes. Than that. Than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And it's not about beating it, fighting it, doing anything with it except dropping into the heart. Okay, you've got the work to do because we, we've seen the building blocks. Mm-hmm, all right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, I see it. And they're not buying it. And drop into the heart, drop into the heart. Because mm-hmm. then you just withdraw your attention. But, but you have to take, take it apart, take apart the building so that the pattern breaks. Huh? Okay. Okay. I've got work to do. Yes, you've got work to do there, yeah. Thank you. Sure. Is it a quickie, Lorraine? Uh, yeah, well, no. But I'll wait till we come back. It f- feels like it's okay. Yeah, it feels like it's okay. I, I don't if it's quick. I think it might be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going over time because it feels like we've an awful lot to get through today. Okay. I have a question. <clears throat> oh, yeah. I have a question. Yes. Um, um, I, I also didn't sleep last night. I had a tremendous amount of fear, but it was like a living nightmare. It was like I was picturing a bear's paw coming through the window. and I mean, it was like crazy. I, I'm staying with Helen, and she's in this, you know, this beautiful house in the woods and I'm a city girl, you know, so it's like really like I, I had a party with moths and the cat and, you know, really I thought a beer was coming in. I mean, it was like crazy, you know, uh-huh. anyway. So I'm, I'm lying there and I'm like, oh, I'm die, you know, and then my mind is saying, well, there's a dog here and a dog over here, maybe I'll hear its breath and I can get a head start. I mean, it was just like hours of that. And, you know, and then I, you know, and at the same time I was saying to myself, well, the feeling that comes, I mean, that was just what the mind, you know, what the thoughts were. But the feeling, the fear that was there feels very old, like, like I was born with it. You know, and so I started to look, and I've done this so many times. I've started to look at different events in my life where I've been really scared, or you know, uh, traumatic things. You know, I mean, way back, I can remember things when I was real little, 
But this feels like I came in with it. Mm. I can't find like an event, you know. Sometimes we do come in with stuff, sure. So then <clears throat> I have this memory all the time that um, I won't say all the time, but it comes up when I have that particular fear is that I'm hanging on a dungeon wall. I'm a man, mm. and uh, my arms are being held up on this wall. Mm. And, you know, there's somebody to my left here, and I am looking at how I get out of this, you know, like the possibility of, of getting out uh, and saving my life. The guy beside me is, yeah, he's kind of given up, he's dying. So anyway, this is this this fear. I mean, so is it just the memory? I mean, can you have things like this that are in besides the energy that I picked up from my parents, you know? It just feels um, there's a combination of all of that. Yeah. I'm just not sure if, you know, you know yeah. say I let it go, but... Yeah, and with with that old memory, does he get out or does he die? Do you know? I don't know. I know he's he has a chance of getting out, but there's never an end. It's mm. it's it's not settled. Right. So it's it's the fear part of it. It's the the wanting to run. Yes. And the. Um, the fear of dying. Yes. And, um, I mean, I could see how it plays out in my life, how I uh, want to get out of things, yes. how I want to run yes. out. Yes. And I go here and there to try to, you know, there's never really an ending to it, you know? Yeah. I don't quite know what to do with it. Yeah. I know it's there. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it depends on what, what... It's real for you and it's playing out in your life. So whether, you know, one school of thought would say it's a past life, another school of thought would say, you know, it's just a frequency, like a, a kind of a memory out there and you've somehow downloaded it, you know, somehow. But either way, it's yours now because it's... So it, it's fine. It doesn't yeah. mean like, oh yeah, that means us past lives. It's like I wouldn't build too much of a story about it. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I don't. Perfect, go perfect, good. All right. <coughs> okay. So our minds are such that they want resolution. We always seem to kind of want to understand something, even if we understand something incorrectly. You know, we, we kind of can okay. let it go. Do you know? So let's, let's work with mind the way it works. Go into that story sometime soon, like today, and resolve it. Find the most authentic resolution. He dies, and it's okay. Or he gets free, and it's okay. Or he dies, or a bear eats him, or whatever. Find a resolution. <laughs> Find something. S simply because mind likes resolution. And it's your mind revisits this, this story. Give it a resolution. F find one that feels authentic, if you can. Because there's another part of that story that's out there somewhere. You've just gotten a, a snapshot of something. <coughs> if we have more information, it's half 
the journey of letting it go. If we understand something, we let it go. If we kind of know the ending of a movie, we're happy to turn the TV off, you know? It's weird. It's weird. It's just some mechanism that we have, so let's use it. Okay. All right? So, so try and find closure on it, because I know, like, I remember going to past life clearers in my 20s. And it was the story that they were telling me around it that made it work. You know, it might, might not come back again, but it really lessened it. And I knew and I thought, they're telling me a story. And that's all I need to hear is like, validate this for me. Put it someplace. Make it make sense for me. And, and put a before and after around it so that I can let it go. And it worked. So the energy of that is the, not, it was stopped Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it worked. It worked, no? An odd time it would come back. I used to dream that I was um, being choked. And an odd time it happens. I might get it once a year now or something, you know? Um, now I dream I'm swallowing something. I mean, the pillow, anything, my hand. <laughs> I mean, anything, you know? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, and I'm like, Jack, you're dreaming, you're dreaming, you know? <laughs> and it's fine. So, so there is a little bit of residue still, but it's just a dream. So what? You know, I go back again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not complete terror like that was just eating me up for in my 20s, no? Mm-hmm. Okay, so expand the story. Now, this is mind managing mind, but this is much more potent way to do it rather than any other hoojiwooji way of doing yeah. it. This methodology yeah. works, right? It really works. Okay. Sit with it and ask what happened before and what happened afterwards. Maybe the guy was a, like a rapist and they finally caught him and hung him there. You know, and maybe he just had his comeuppance because things tend to balance out sooner or later out there, you know, for every positive, there is a negative somewhere. So, so try and get a handle and an understanding on it because it's the sense of injustice of the energy of it that is still alive, that it's not safe, that you've got to run. Something has to be done. There's a panic here. How can I get out? It's what he was saying, and it's what you're saying, because you're picking it up and running it in your life. So that story of how can I get out, let, that's just a tiny part of something. Okay, what really happened here? What really happened here? Be an investigator. Figure out the whole story of what happened, what feels right in your gut, and you'll find it in the same place where that image comes from. The rest of the story is there. Okay. You can do this yourself, and it's a great tool to have. Yeah. And somehow bring it to a resolution yourself. Understanding will bring it to a resolution. And you'll find it will just die in your, in your life, you know? It'll just die out because it'll be like, that's about nothing. You know, that's, it's actually because, because you'll have broken up the source of it. Because you know it comes from something old. You know yeah. it comes from, from there. Yeah. You see? Yeah. All right. And then you'll be putting it back with him. You know, it's like, okay, that belongs back there. That's part of that, and that's closed, and it's okay. That's what happened there. It really can work. Okay. Really can work. Yeah. All right. Give it a go. I will. Yeah. Thank you. Sure, sure. Okay, let's break for lunch.